Hi, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk. My name is Alex Anders and I am a best-selling bisexual romance author. Bisexual Real Talk is a show where each week I talk about the latest developments, studies, and strides made by the bisexual community. Sometimes I'll talk about what's going right, other times I'll talk about what's going wrong. But always you'll feel empowered and like you found the place where you belong. And if this podcast ever sounds like a YouTube channel, that's because it is. You can always check out Bisexual Real Talk on YouTube and join the conversation in the comments section there. Until then, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk, and let's talk about bisexuality. Hi, I'm Alex Anders, and this is Bisexual Real Talk, available at Teespring, the link below. So today I wanted to start off by saying something, something very exciting, which is that you guys remember how much I emphasize that bisexuals should be dating other bisexuals, right? Well, I have entered into a relationship with a bisexual dating site called BiCupid. They have been around since 2003. They have 2.2 million members around the world. That's 2.2 million people who want to date bisexuals. And now, if you want to help support the channel, you can sign up for BiCupid using my link in the description below. They have one for the iPhone. They have one for the Android. You can get through, like, just through the website. But um, it's very exciting. I am on BiCupid. So if you do sign up for BiCupid uh, using my link, you know, in the section below, please say hello. Um, my profile ID is Romance Author, because of course it is, of course. Um, and if you become a member, send me a message. Love to chat. Anyway, uh, that's very exciting. And today I am going to be reading another of your emails. And the reason why I'm doing this is because, man, it's so helpful for us to hear our stories, to have things that we can relate to, the things that we can, uh, stories we can see ourselves in. And for such a long time, we haven't had that, whether that's through TV, whether it's through, um, you know, movies, whether it's in books, you know, check out my romance books. Uh, but for so long, we haven't had that, and now we're getting it. And I'd just like to add to that by sharing the stories of, that you guys share to me. And um, I'm sharing this one in particular because, especially right now, especially we, especially the United States, can get caught in an echo chamber where we only talk to, meet, hear stories of people who are like ourselves. So I wanted to share this one because this person is bisexual, but they might have a slightly different perspective of life than you might have. And it's really important for us to hear those perspectives and, and be able to relate with people who are, might, may not be exactly like us. So that's why I'm sharing it. And if you guys have any stories you'd like to share about your journey about being a bisexual, or if you have any questions, feel free to send me an email uh, in the link. My email address is in the link description below. Um, and maybe I'll answer it on air. Maybe I'll send you an email. But you never know. So uh, please go ahead and do that. And now, let's hear this very interesting story. It starts off, hi, Alex. Well, hi. I've started watching your videos on YouTube over the last couple of months. I just reached out because I don't have anyone else to talk to about this. So here's my story. I had a relationship with a woman before I became a Christian. 
I never hid it from my family. They met her. They, uh, I met her family as well. I was with her for a year and a half. That relationship ended six months before I became born again. And born again, if you don't know, is a particular, it's like a leveling up on certain denominations of Christianity. So she got more serious about it. Um, while I was in that relationship, I longed for a man so much so that I did something that I don't do. I cheated on her. That told me that I didn't belong with a woman. After that relationship, but before I became a Christian, I was open to having sex with women, but not a relationship. I felt that way because while I was with a woman, I noticed that we both wanted the same things. And those things are usually what come from a man. Safety, security, a provider. I was not interested in playing that role. Once I became a born again, I left that life behind, sort of. I started a relationship with a man a few months into my new life as a Christian. I thought that he was the one. We moved in together. I got pregnant with our son a year later. The only times I remember thinking about women was during the last months of both of my pregnancies when my kid's dad wouldn't touch me because he was afraid to hurt the baby. I wanted some girl-on-girl, -girl, I watched some girl-on-girl -girl porn during those times. My relationship with my kids' dads ended when the kids were still small. My son was four, my daughter was two. Although we were married, I don't like to call him my ex-husband because he never acted like a husband. As much as I went through it, um, through in that relationship, as much as I went through in that relationship, I still didn't want to have another relationship with a woman. However, thoughts and sometimes attractions would come up. I spoke about my past to some people and even to my ex when our relationship was heating up. For a long time, I wasn't comfortable talking about my past because of my faith. But, but I thank God for helping me realize I needed to get comfortable with it so that no one would ever be able to use it against me. There were two Christian men that I fell in love, I really fell in love with after my divorce, but they broke my heart. After the second one, sexual thoughts about women came back hard. I struggled and wrestled with it for a while, not because of what my fellow Christians think, though. I thank God for believing, being delivered from caring too much what other people think. I struggled because of what the Bible says about homosexuality. One thing I learned is that we can cast all our cares on God because he cares about us. I learned about being honest with God because if we can't be honest with him, we can't be honest with anyone. So in my prayers, I told him that I don't care what other people think about me. I just care about losing my relationship with him. God has brought me through some really dark times, many of which I've thought through after my marriage ended. I could never turn my back on my faith in him. The Bible does give us the promise for God that he will leave, never leave us nor forsake us, but that wasn't doing anything to ease the fear. The thing that has been easing the struggle for me is that the Lord reminded me of the scripture in Hebrews that says, Nothing shall separate us from the love of God. That's actually a great, great scripture. Um, because it says, hey, 
homosexuality, nothing, nothing is nothing, nothing will. Anyway, I guess I'm gonna, going through that second adolescence you described in one of your videos. At this point, I still don't have a desire to date women, but I think about them. I still fiercely, I'm still fiercely guarded about being out because I'm not into explaining myself to people about my life. It's not their business anyway. However, if I'm asked outright, I won't deny it. That's how I felt about explaining my past to people, and that is now the way I'm starting to feel about my sexuality as a whole. What is beginning to make me feel more comfortable is knowing that if the God who created me is not throwing me away, then why should I care what anybody else thinks? Plus, the beauty of getting older is getting to that stage in life where you lose your ability to care what other people think. Side note, let me tell you, so true, so true. Who cares? I mean, you get to a certain age and it's like, oh wait, these people can't stop me from having the life that I hope I want or I wish I have or I wish I could have. So once you like lose that fear that something could derail your entire life, you stop caring what other people think. Anyway, end side note, sidebar. I've always been a sort of middle of the road person in, area, in every area of my life. So I guess being bisexual goes along with that. I felt like I wasn't accepted no matter what area of life. So it doesn't really surprise me to find that bisexuals are not treated fairly in the LGBT plus community. Even as a Christian, people will pick and choose reasons not to accept you. So it's truly, I've truly learned that it is very important that we learn to love and accept ourselves. For me, that's loving God, loving myself, then I can love everyone else. If we can't love ourselves, there is no loving anyone else. Again, very, very true. Uh, one thing that makes me sad is knowing that there seems to be so many LGBT plus people who seem to hate God. I wish they didn't, but I know that because of the poor examples they've been given from Christians, I know it's because of the poor example they've been given from Christians. I was once included in those too. Judging from my own struggles, I believe it's more from a place of trying to protect themselves than from a place of hatred. Whenever we want to protect ourselves, I believe many times we strike out. If someone is trying to fight you, you strike out to protect yourself. I think we can fight against people who are LGBT+. I think when we fight against people who are LGBT+, as Christians, we are fighting against what is in us. But we're striking out at them. All too often, we end up hearing stories about people who were doing things behind the scenes, like the old saying goes, what goes, what's done in the dark, what's done in the dark comes to light. That's in the Bible as well. It's funny though, that many times we are only hiding from ourselves because many times people can see what we don't admit to ourselves. God certainly sees it and knows it. As I've been looking back over about the last decade of my life, I realized that he's been trying to get me to come to terms with it. As I've been watching your videos, I do feel like all of these different explanations are too complicated for me. So how do I define myself? I am a bisexual woman. I believe that God intends for me to marry again someday, but I'm not as excited about that as I once was. There is so much going on in this world that I'm finding more comfortable 
and being uh, on my own. I've never been attracted to butch women because I hope this won't sound offensive, but if I'm going to be with someone who looks like a man, I might as well be with a man. I'm not butch. I'm just a regular laid, um, regular laid back female who loves being a woman. I'm not the most girly girl, but I'm not a dude. I guess that's the middle of the road thing. I live in somewhat, uh, somewhat conservative southern state, but I'm originally from Chicago. That's where I was born and raised. I do hope to connect with bisexuals in my area, and I'm not ready for a relationship, but I would like to make friends. Thank you for taking the time to read my story. I wish you continued success in your life journey. Sincerely, Kay. Now, I bet you never thought that I would read an email like that on this channel. But honestly, I think it's important for us, first of all, like I said, to be able to accept different perspectives, even if it is different from our own. Um, and also to be able to see, well, for everyone to be able to hear their story being told. Now, a couple of things I wanted to address about this uh, email. First thing being that she mentions that LGBT, she, you know, she feels it's sad that LGBT plus people hate God. Let's remove that conception right now. Um, I really don't think that's that LGBT people, like, or many people hate God. I think a lot of people hate religion for right, for good reasons. I mean, let's be real. Sociopaths have run religions for a very long time, causing millions of deaths, uh, land wars just for their own power. Um, they've done, they've, you know, allowed children to be raped by other priests to maintain power and not lose money. And there've been, you know, just an array of things, greedy sociopathic televangelists that are just telling people to do what they want them to do because whatever religious people who claim to, to support like charity and goodwill and then supporting a person as a president who is absolutely the opposite of that. I mean, there's a lot of reasons to hate religion. But if you think of what God is, and this is, I'm saying this to everybody, if you think about what God is, and let's take the God of the charitable, the God of the racist pastor, the God of the pedophile priest, the God of just all of the gods, all of the gods from all the religions, and say, what do all these things have in common? you come up with the idea that what these, what the conception of God is, with all the people referring to God, is an over, is a powerful force that kind of um, guides the universe. And I believe that that's a concept that like a lot of people, just a lot of people, whether you are LGBT or not, believe in. Whether that be that overwhelming powerful force be science, whether that overwhelming powerful force be like spirituality, whether you want to call it a god, whether you want to make him a white man with a beard, old white man with a beard, or a woman, or Mother Nature, or whatever else, we all, I think human beings need to have an understanding of, of how the world works. And we, describe, we explain it in certain different ways, and God is just another one of them. So I don't believe it's correct to say that LGBT people, people hate God or that many people hate God. What they hate is religion and the bad things that's caused it, um, come from it, and also perhaps the evil way in which some denominations, some religions define their Godhead, their God figure. 
So I just want to clear that up the conception there. Secondly, the reason why I wanted to share this uh, story also is because it shows, it's a good example of the evolution of a bisexual. This person started out early on um, first getting in a relationship with a woman for a year and a half. That's a long time. And then from that deciding, you know what? Relationship with a woman, not for me. Becoming Christian and then dating a man who she thought had the things that she wanted for her life journey. Like this is the person, this is the person that God wants for me and all that stuff. Doing that for a while, realizing, nope, that wasn't it. And then trying other, you know, Christian men, nope, that didn't work either. And now at this stage, many years later, slowly embracing the idea that maybe a relationship with a woman is possible, but still not completely there yet, but still exploring the whole idea of it. How many journeys like that have we experienced? And it all depends on your age. If you're still, if you're just starting out in life, you might be kind of globbing on trying to say, okay, well, what I, I might like everybody, but what I want is this. I want to have this type of relationship with this gender of person, and it should go in this particular way. And that's great. It's good to know what you, what you want, but also understanding that your perspective will change. And because you are a bisexual, your perspective on what gender you want or what you want in particular might and probably will change. And there's nothing wrong with that. Monosexuals would like you to believe that you have to just choose one and then just go with it and then that's what it is. And they're scared, you know, maybe to marry you because you might change your mind or something like that. But we are human. All of us are. And all of our experiences are that of evolving and changing. This person might decide, you know what, I want to be with a woman. And then she might be with a woman for 10 years and then decide, you know what, I want to be with a man. That is life for a bisexual and there's nothing wrong with it. It is what we can embrace. It's what we can expect. The most important thing is to allow yourself some flexibility when it comes to who you are and who you want to become. The more you lock yourself into one box in terms of, I will never do this or I will only do that, the more unhappy you're more likely to be, especially long term. So embracing yourself as a bisexual also means embracing the evolution, the lifelong evolution that will come. It does not mean that you cannot commit to one person. That is not what I'm saying. That is not what it means. It just means that to lock your brain into one thought is to, is to kind of bring on disaster. Allow yourself to be bisexual, however you conceive that to be, and create the late relationship that you need at this particular time, for what you believe is a lifetime, it's all good. But nothing good comes from rejecting yourself, your, the idea that you are bisexual, and all the things that it means. That's the message for today. I hope that was helpful. And if this inspires you to, you know, explore a relationship, again, a great way of supporting the channel would be to go to okay, uh, buycupid.com did I say OkCupid? Okay, no. It's just to go to buycupid.com and to sign up for uh, through the link, one of my links in the description. And um, yeah, and say hi at Romance Author. That's it. Um, if you want, you can check out my ebooks. The links are in the description below. And otherwise, uh, like and subscribe. 
and I'll see you next time. Bye. If you would like to support the podcast or just pick up some really cool bisexual merchandise, you can check out my bisexual romance audiobooks on iTunes, Audible, and Amazon. I write under the pen name A. Anders. You can also check out my bisexual-themed socks and t-shirts on Teespring and Amazon by searching them for the company name Bisexual Real Talk. But the links for everything are in the description of this podcast. Please support the channel and check it out. Until next time, stay cooler, my bisexual friend. Stay cooler. Bye.